Oh. We are back at it. It's Mike Pavella, and I'm joined with my homie, Keith Makubia. It's the Just Offside podcast. You're tuning in. You're listening. What's up, Chief? What's good? What's good? What's good? How are we feeling? How are we doing? I'm happy, man. I'm happy. Yeah, why are you so happy? Because you know why I'm happy, because it's another week. It's another week. Um, we're heading into an international break. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, a week from today, we celebrate and we're happy and we're doing something that we did not think was going to be possible. A week from today. Yeah, bro. By the time Canada picks up six points and is qualified for Qatar. Yeah, top of the table, too. Hopefully, stay undefeated. Three matches, three more to go. Undefeated, top of the table. Let's manifest it. Let's manifest it. That, let's jump into it then. Obviously, international break, Canada, big window. I mean, we say that for every single window, but this is like, his, this is history window. This is the window where they clinch their birth to Qatar yeah. and a World yeah. Cup since 86 it is mad bro it's crazy they must be they must be pumped this group man three games to go it's been a long journey what is it when do they start qualifying because they had to do that bullshit before too exactly i was seeing something i was seeing something mark anthony k was saying i think it was good he said he thinks it was good that they had that they had to do that that round before the round and not automatically qualify because that almost got the the group together, the camaraderie, all of like the brotherhood that they all talk about together. Yeah. And they earn that shit to get there. Exactly. And then obviously, like, I think as a player as well and as a team, that gives like a chip on your shoulder, you know, like we had to qualify. Like we had to do it. Yeah. We got ballers, like we shouldn't have to go through that route, but now we're yeah. gonna prove to everybody why exactly we're gonna do it but yeah i think also like games getting games in getting those reps in yeah big for them. chance for chance for the coaches to see different players too right so exactly bringing different yeah. guys and that's said, john herdman released the squad funny boy how you feeling how you feeling about this bud i think it's pretty like he's always said it when you he listened to his interview it's like he's not gonna mix and match and change too much from what he's seen right now during the qualifiers and bringing in other like dual citizens and all that stuff. But the one that a guy I haven't really uh, seen too much of, but I've been hearing is this uh, Ismail Kone from Montreal that I'm hearing is like a young stud. Seeing so much of him on the timeline. And he, he had a goal and assist this weekend, I think too, at Atlanta. Bro, MLS team of the week. Yeah. 19 year old kid. So that's a guy you definitely got to keep an eye out for. But another another youngster coming through the ranks, man, who's supposed to be highly rated. So I got to keep – I haven't watched – I haven't seen too much of him. So I definitely I'm going to now catch some Montreal games to see what this kid's about. But, yeah, he was the one that stood out for me as a newcomer. But excited. Other than that, yeah, pretty straightforward. I think everybody else we would have thought would have been there is there, except for what we got. We heard he's not going to be on call, but Raheem, who I thought would have maybe got a call. But That's I'm the cool. only one. That's the only one I was kind of surprised with. Yeah, I heard he's because, on stand, the standby. Because the, the other left back, that Gutierrez from Vancouver, yeah. I don't, I've no disrespect to him. I've never heard of him. 
and I never seen him play, so I didn't know like who he was. I didn't know if he was playing regularly. I think for he the got because I think because he's been in around that camp, a few camps is why he's getting the call. Uh, he's been in there a bit already. Yeah, but me too. I haven't watched much of Vancouver, so I haven't really seen him play, and I haven't seen him. I don't know if he's made twenty appearances with the with the national team, but yeah, I'm sure that's why because he's been in around the group, knows what how things go, how things are run. So I'm sure that's why he got the the nod ahead of him. Definitely, obviously. We said Raheem, the start that he's had. We've talked about him the last couple episodes. He's been in form. Maybe, maybe if the season started like three weeks before it actually started and he kept that form going, then it would have to be an obvious pick. But the fact that Herman said he's on call and he's got his number, like he's just one phone call away, that's good that he's actually communicating with him and letting him know that he's in his mind. Like that's probably big big news for him yeah because now you'll see obviously they'll have these last three games but i'm sure there'll be numerous camps like over the spring summer where you're gonna have to impress and obviously stay stay fit and stay in form with your club team so it's gonna be a big six months for for a bunch of guys like those fringe guys yeah the fringe ones especially yeah because i think for the world cup how many can you take 25 i think yeah 24 25 probably and then or 23, maybe? I don't know. Maybe 20. Yeah, I'm not sure. We got to look at And then that 18 up, sure. dress? Yeah, because there's some guys that don't, right? For, yeah. Yeah. It's probably 24, around 24, I'd say. Yeah. So eight, it's interesting. Yeah. Obviously, first game, Costa Rica in Costa Rica. Yeah. Tough one because Costa Rica needs to, it's a must win for Costa Rica. So yeah. it'll be another, another tough road game. But like we said, this team's not, this team's not scared to put, go and play anywhere anymore, man. So. Like, that's three points they expect to get going there. And if they get those three points, that shit is clinched. Clinched there. It will be a tough game, but excited. But yeah, they want to, I'm sure they want to clinch it that first game and come home and have a big of party. Of course. That'll just put everybody at ease. They yeah. Win, then, they, <clears throat> then they can go into BMO a little bit more relaxed. Relaxed. And then maybe not relaxed because I'm sure they still want to win out. Obviously, finish as many points as you can, as we said before, with that pots and all that. Rank, yeah, the all pot that. three. At least you still have something to play for like that in that way. You know, it might be clinched yeah. already, hypothetically clinched. But they still have to play for that. Which, you know, I'm sure they want to get as, uh, as many points on the board as they can. And that must be what John Herdman is saying. Yeah. That has be. to be. That has to That's be. Get be. to pot three. Yeah. Let's, let's get that chance. And like we said at the beginning, get fucking, go undefeated. Stay top of the group. Oh, that's a Send big a message. Under, yeah, like undefeated and uh, it's not easy. I don't remember. We got to look back and see when the last time that was done. I'm sure it's been a while. Of course, undefeated, man. man. It's crazy. So then they play Jamaica, BMO. Yeah, Jamaica Sunday. And then who's it? Third, Panama? Panama in Panama. Yeah, a tough games. Jamaica so what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Points wise, nine points available up for grabs. What do you think? What did we say last time? Seven and they got nine. And that was two. I, said, that I think we're hoping we're hoping for seven with draw yeah. with the US. And that's then they had two in the road, one at home last time too. Bro, they're probably gonna <laughs> think you're surprising us. Like I won't be surprised if we get nine again. Well, I'm hoping it. nine. I think we're yeah, all hoping nine. Line, but at least they're not getting any less than seven. I don't think, bro. I'm saying seven. Yeah, they're not getting anything less than seven. I think maybe a draw in Costa Rica, win against Jamaica, seal that shit off at the end against Panama. 
It also would be tough. I think mentally it might be tough if you win those first two and then you can kind of get, because that one at BMO2 is going to be a party. Like, party and like it's going to be such a high. And then going, so you got to stay focused and then go away to Panama again. You know, it's already done if you have two wins. So that would be a tough one that you'd have to watch out for. But they spin, this team's been resilient, bro, and focused. So that's it. I can't, I wouldn't be surprised if they get nine again. Let's hope. That's why we're manifesting it on the pod. Bro. Yeah. That's what we need. And hopefully you're at BMO. I know you were talking to me last night about possibly being there. If you're yeah. there, there'll be scenes. Yeah, scenes. should be there most likely. Love that. Um, <laughs> so let's hope for a big window. Let's hope for nine points. All the boys, we're obviously sending our best. All the former guests that have been on the pod. Shout out yeah. to you guys. And for the future ones that we don't know how your names yet and we haven't been in contact, but you will be on the pod soon. Everything <laughs> is getting manifested then, speaking it into the universe. But let's move on to um, a couple of the other qualifiers because we'll focus on Path C in Europe. This is the one of, I mean, a lot of people, probably most of the world is going to be talking about as well, the path with Italy and Portugal. Italy play North Macedonia. Portugal play Turkey. I don't think either one of those games is like a complete walk in the park for either of those teams. It won't be. I think they're not neutral, are they? No, they're at their home ground. So like Italy's playing in Italy. Portugal's playing in Portugal. No, they won't be. North Macedonia, didn't they have a... They had a decent... Who did they beat? They had a decent showing at Euro, no? I think so, yeah. Goran Pendev. They beat someone. It shocked somebody, like some half decent country. I remember. So no, it definitely won't be. And like, I was just do or die, man. Anything can happen on the day. So that's why exactly. it's exciting that like these teams and these two, like one of them aren't going to be at the World Cup, which is crazy. Crazy, crazy. And I kind of like that it's just one-offs. Like it's not like a oh, two legs. Leg. Yeah. Two legs. It's none of that. It's You got to, and I think, man, Turkey are like mad inconsistent and, you don't know who's actually going to turn up and who's going to play. So Portugal, just I know you could get caught. I think everybody talking about Italy, Portugal, Italy, Portugal. I have a feeling that That's one of them is going to lose. Them lose. I know. Or is it? Oh my god! Imagine Turkey wins it. That'd be crazy. But no, North Macedonia is booking its trip to Qatar, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, I think I think Italy will do it. I think I honestly, I, I think it's too close to call. I don't know. I have no idea. I'll do it. Like, I would actually want North Macedonia to go through. Yeah, of course. But Italy, Portugal, all we know, like that's on the 29th. If both teams win, that it's is, in Portugal, right? Yeah, I think it would be in Portugal. That's a final. That's like, a final. That's, that was the Euro 2016. Was it 20? No, Euro 2012 final. No, so that was Italy, Spain. Spain. Yeah, Spain, whatever. I'm getting, yeah. those fuck- I'm getting those fuckers confused. But the fact that, well, those guys have been in the finals. They've won. Those are two of the top countries in terms of competitions in the last couple of years. Right. And they're meeting to get into the World Cup. That'd be fucking scenes. Yeah. Uh, that's why, like, obviously you want to see that. It'd be sick to see. It'd be funny. It'd be funny if one of them lost the first game. But you want to see that to go to world cup you want to see those players play against each other exactly and bro you know what we said it pre-recording but we completely forgot africa 
Sadio Mane versus um, Mo yeah, Salah true. again. Is it is it now or the, the June? I don't know if it's June, but maybe June. But yeah, those two. Yeah, I know to go to World Cup. It sucks, man. Like that's I like see both of them there. Africa's one is wild, man. Like the way they they actually do it is a bit wild. But yeah, no, they played, bro. It's 25th, 29th, oh, Egypt, so Senegal. But there's two legs. Two legs. There's two, two legs. legs. Yeah. So you have a really good matchup with Egypt, Senegal, Cameroon, and Algeria. Ghana, Nigeria. Bro, Ghana versus Nigeria just sounds like oh, university days of all the guys competing with each other. <laughs> fucking some big dogs not going to be there, bro. Exactly. The African qualifiers are tough. And two legs, that's going to be... Bro, you thought <laughs> Senegal, man, Mo Salah and Sadio Mane might have a follow by that time in the year. How, how does they not the they're champion of uh, Afcon? They're just automatic bid, man. Nah, I should or make it easier for at least one of them, man. But yeah, fuck. potentially. But yeah, World Cup qualifiers, some great, great games to obviously be coming up later this week and uh let's hope for the best let's hope for some good footy but let's take it into our little bit of a recap on the premier league this weekend it started off friday night on a game that you said you you watched those extended highlights to and where we got to witness that two nothing is the worst lead in football leeds and wolves what a result for leeds well that's that might save them Jesse big... Marsh, Jesse Marsh, doing some, doing some a job over there, right? Eh? I know, man. He's got them going, bro. Couple late Dude, wins. <laughs> that video of that first one where they scored late was absolute yeah, scenes, mate. Limbs like them going nuts, like that video in itself is the reason why people are fans and why people love the game. Yeah, I think they, um, I think they stay up. Yeah, that three 0 down. Obviously, the red card helped. Still, yeah, which was yeah. soft. Yeah, I know. But still, like, fuck. 3-2 away at Wolves. A lot, man. Yeah, that clearance on that second one that set up, like, Roman Seiss, like, just absolutely sliced it and then just goes to, I was like, it was such a mad scrambled goal. Oh, God. That hurts, Wolves. Luckily, they're not in any running for anything. So would have hurt. They were doing so well at one point, and then their loss to Arsenal twice just really yeah, kind of killed their confidence. Killed it. Ruined their momentum, should we say. But that's what they get for, you know what, calling us out on our celebrations and saying how we're doing after a game. So, fuck them. They were, I said they were going to be my second team, but fallen out of love with Wolves. Absolute madness game. But you know why? Why I said I was happy. Arsenal, man. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. You fucking gooners. A 1-0 win at Villa Park against Villa. There's no better way to start the day. Early kickoff on a Saturday. Bounce back from a loss against Liverpool. Oh, I fucking love, love Saka. I love the team, man. I just love the team. Love the team, man. What do you think 
Are you hearing these comments about how they're uh, these celebrations they keep doing after these games, man? Bro, people are butthurt. Go fuck themselves. I, like, if that's your fo- if that's your focus after a game, boohoo. Okay, I'm just saying they're acting like this shit is wrapped up, and there's still a lot of a lot of big games they need to play before. Obviously, they're it's driver's seat, but there's a lot of big games. And I told you it's gonna come down to them and the Tottenham. Tottenham's right back there, back there again, and they have that I know game. they are. And listen, this is why I think one, they're celebrating like it. They have the mentality that every single one of these games is a cup final. That's like the mentality that's all over the timeline. That's the mentality that Mikel's got to be telling them because the only way they're getting top four is if they treat every single game like a cup final. And they're winning on the road. If you're on the road and you win and you have your supporters travel in numbers and they're full in the end, in the away end, going nuts, and you don't reciprocate that energy, like that's just poor from them. Yeah, I get that. But it's a little OD, some of it. It is a little. I, I mean, it's Villa away. You expect you guys should go and win that game. I don't know about but, that. Yes, man. Where you guys are playing? Yes. But yo, you know what? It should be business done. Uh, okay, let's go on to the next. All the celebrating but, is too much. But looking at looking at Villa squad, I think they actually have a really strong squad. Look at United squad. But shit, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but matter. the way the way they play and the way that they move about and just like the players, if you just look at the team, obviously, um, I look at that team and I I really actually like their squad, bar one player. I don't I don't rate Tyrone Mings at all. And if you think about like Douglas Sweeze, I think he's sick. You think about that Jacob Ramsey, sick. Buendia, I like him. Coutinho, baller. I like Ollie Watkins. Like, they got guys that I actually like and I like watching them play. But 1 0, man. I don't know. I, I think I read a lot about the celebrations, but I also think it's just like pundits and people that are just fucking babies, man. Like, Gabby, uh, um, whatever his name, Abongahor, yeah. was like, oh, they're celebrating like they won the title. But he came out with an article, same person going, Stevie G should be celebrating like that after a win. Yeah, because like, it's to... Aston Villa. It's not Arsenal Football Club. I know, but we've been in the mud. Yeah, that's what, that's where I get where he's coming from. But like, yeah, listen, it's going to come. That's I've seen it. They've done it a few times. They did it against someone else. I think it was Wolves, like you said. It's like, all right, we'll see. It's gonna, I think it's going to come down to them and Spurs at the end, and it's going to be tight. We tight. have, we still have Chelsea, Tottenham, West Ham, and Manu. And that Four. Chelsea, and that Ch- or the Chelsea Manu is in the two days in between. You see that? Exactly what they did with Liverpool. They put Liverpool on a Wednesday night before we played Villa. They put Chelsea on. Where a Wednesday are they going to put the games? No, but I get that. But like, of all the ones, they haven't rescheduled Tottenham yet. I swear they did. This is they like haven't. A- they haven't rescheduled Tottenham yet. They haven't rescheduled that because they're waiting to put that at a, a, whatever point it is. And it, it all boils down to TV rights and who wants it on TV. Because obviously that's going to be on TV, on Sky, or most likely Sky, not BT. But come on, man. You're not even allowed. The Wednesday night, teams that play, so Europe, teams that play in the Champions League on a Wednesday night are not allowed to play on the early kickoff on Saturday morning. 
it's it's happened before. Remember Klopp and all them are always arguing about that stuff. No, but that's why they changed. That's why they changed it. So they can't play the early kickoff. They can play at like three o'clock or like the five thirty, but they're not allowed to play the twelve thirty. But then they gave Arsenal eight o'clock Wednesday night, twelve thirty in the morning on a Saturday. So just madness. But you know what? The Prem's against us, man. It's okay. Y'all yeah, should be rested. You've been playing one game a week all season. You guys are good, man. Should that's why it's also been good. But let's not. I'm not going to get like you said. It's going to come down. I think realistically between us and Spurs, and yeah. a couple of those games are big. And Hopefully, everyone stays too, healthy. Yeah. West Ham, yeah. They've kind of they're hot and cold sometimes, man. But let's go. Well, that takes us right into our next talking point. Spurs. They handled West Ham yesterday. I was so frustrated with that. Kerry Kane, bro. This guy's fucking decided to show up all of a sudden sometimes. He hides and then I'll give you those two great assists. Songy. So annoying. Those two, man. Great it, it, annoys, it annoys me how good those two guys are. I know. If they had some more of a team around them, that'd be fucking dangerous, those two. If they had two, mid, two quality midfielders, those two, fuck. What a it ball, just, though. Yeah, just fucking, it's so annoying. It's so fucking annoying. I hate it. Like, I actually hate them as well. And fuck off, son. Uh, did you see what he dove after the uh, Zuma kicked the ball? At the back <laughs> yeah, of the I saw a little clip. Oh, fuck it. That's why he, like, one, footballers get a bad rap. Two, I know. that's why people will go at you, son, and say, and complain about shit like that. Like, your fucking ball hit the back of your leg and you're dropping, making eye contact, and then continuing to go down. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> he's, top, he's top quality, that guy, man. Yeah, he is. He needs, to, he needs to move on, man. He needs to move to a bigger club. Fuck Spurs. <sighs> we'll see. Fuck Spurs. But yeah, going into the national break, not too bad. Not too bad. Obviously, over the weekend, there wasn't many Prem games because the FA Cup quarterfinals were taking place yeah don't need to touch about the games too too much maybe shout out a little bit to nottingham forest for putting up a decent decent oh, they had some performance they gotta put away man they could have they did ball. they did right you know what, the too. if you're looking at that team and you're on that team really and you just played like that against them i would love to see them in the prem yeah i know they could play in the prem for sure so I've obviously been started watching them since Richie went out there. But they just play like attacking. Like they're a great goal for it. They play good football, man. And that yeah, that Jed Spence, a couple of those guys that Brenny Johnson. But he's on the uh, loan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere? So a couple of their players are are loanies. Yeah, but... they have uh, what's his name? They have our, one of the uh, United kids too. Gardner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played he played really well against Arsenal. Yeah, he's been playing well. his name, no. So yeah, shout out to Nottingham. Obviously, now the semifinals are set. It's a little bit shit because Man City are playing Liverpool in the semi. And then we have a London semifinal, Chelsea Palace at Wembley. All games taking place at Wembley. That semifinal is going to be fantastic, but it's not till next month. So we won't talk about it too, too much. This but we're going to get to another final. The, the thing that I find interesting about that is if both of those teams continue the way that they're going in the in the league and in Champions League. No, we that, get like four games. They they have Oh no, but they the play league. final they play in the final, no. Yeah, I think they'd play in the final. So we'll get three, three more. 
Yeah. But the fact that we we talked about it before the quadruple and getting like the quadruple. Yeah, I know. It would be mad, but yeah, we'll we'll move on from that, man. Let's go to uh, Syria because this league is fucking crazy, man. <laughs> it's almost like overwhelming to keep tabs on it because it's changing all the time, man. I need to see oh. like a progressive like graph of all the teams like I'm moving really, up and yeah. down over each game week because like this weekend, AC Milan. Napoli and Juve all win. So the, the favorites that you kind of have all win. Inter draw against Fiorentina. Yeah. Which just which just makes the race for the Scudetto. As we said, going into the national break, not all teams have played the same amount of games. But it's fucking tight. Yeah, Inter wins their game in hand. They're still just three points back. The three points back of Milan still. But now look at the gap between Juve and Atalanta. Eight points. Say you say Atalanta win. Five points. Five. Yeah, I know. But they've crawled back. Yeah, Juve. Fuck. Juve's in there. Juve's points. in the mix, man. Juve's in the cut. Seven points would be tough, but they're there. You know they're going to be there. They're they gonna are. They're going to be in and around there. Eight games left for those guys. Some massive, massive games. The race for the Scudetto is incredible. Incredible. And I really, I know you you would obviously want it as well. That Go down to the final game. Final day, yeah. I hope so. Would be scenes. Would be so. absolute scenes. Um, yeah. Syria. Let's move to Spain, man. Barca resurrected. Like they're back, bro. I think, I think it's safe to say they're back. And honestly, most of it is is Chavi, I think. It's got to be. 100 and, 134 days he's been in charge, and he's completely turned them around. Completely. That's that, that's that DNA, man. That Barca DNA. Like, it's nuts, bro. You see them in the dressing room. Like, see what he's done with Abba. The signings they made in January were good, too. The Traore, the Abba. Abba looks... New life, you mean? I guess he needed just a change of scenery. It's just like, man, crazy, unbelievable. But I definitely think like they're taking Europa easy. Yeah, they got to. I think that's Xavi's going. Let's get Champions League. We're calling back in the Champions League, but let's go win Europa. Let's go. Yeah, they'll finish. Like obviously, Champions League spots back. That's fine. Close. Let's see. Try and close the gap with close. You can get to Bars or uh, Madrid, and you never know. You never know. Never That's know. what I was about to ask you, man. Okay. First off, before we go into that, Gerard PK going straight to Twitter as soon as the game yeah, finished. Yeah, I, I heard about that. <laughs> All he tweets is, we are back. Yeah. <laughs> but we haven't even said the scoreline. 4 0 at the Bernabeu. Mental. Mental. That's like going back to when Ronaldinho showed up at the Bernabeu and got the standing ovation. Yeah, I saw, I think, a sick. One of the biggest. I think they, in 2015 they did four 0 too. I was reading. Then yeah, the one in uh, the six two. Fucking no, the six two was with was that Ronaldinho? No, that was when Tiara Henry put a couple in. Yeah, bro. Yeah, absolutely so, mad. Yeah, Barca is just, definitely back. They are back. So this is what I was gonna say. 
Barca have a game in hand, but they could potentially be nine points back, back of Real Madrid. Madrid with nine games left. Madrid a lot of- still Madrid still have to go to Sevilla. They have to go and play at Atletico at the Wanda. And they gotta play Betis at home, which might not be seem like a, a difficult game, but Betis has been up there this year. That's potentially nine points dropped. You could yeah, and then you never know, but a little injury to Benzi that keeps it long term. Then your goals are gone, then could get peaked. But yeah, Barca is they're, they're lucky, man. They're lucky they got him. And it looks like it's gonna work out, man. Chavi ball. Chavi ball. Also, it, it'd be important and kind of funny not to mention this, but did you see Benzema's quote after the game about what had happened? No. He said, tonight's embarrassing loss versus Barcelona is due to underestimating them. Yesterday, I woke up to Vinicius and Casemiro drinking together and playing FIFA at 4 a.m. I asked him, why are you not resting before tomorrow's game? Vinicius replied with, no need. It's Barcelona without Messi. Okay, where'd you get that from, bro? Bro, that's straight from ESPN. ESPN? We've seen the stuff come from ESPN, man. Yeah, that's true. But the fact that... If that's true, that's wild. This guy took uh, on. I was, no, I heard it was the the tactics. Was I heard? Until uh, I just took it on the chain in the dressing room. So yeah, they got the tactics fucking wrong. Obviously, man, we're playing, we're playing Cruz and uh, Modric so high. Modric played way too high. Couldn't do it. Well, man. Couldn't do anything. Yeah, I think it's more tactics than anything. But no, Barca's definitely back. We need to look out because. I hope I hope Holland goes there, and I hope we have Holland and Mbappe for fucking six eight years, man. It'll be scenes. In those we do clubs. need that. We do need that competition. We need that back in in La Liga. Yeah, La Liga needs that. So we'll see. We'll see. We said it was kind of wrap for Real Madrid, but these guys could crawl back and make it interesting come the end of the season. Especially, like you said, both teams playing in Europe. Both teams got uh, quarterfinals to worry about. Yeah, so they they got all their games for them. Let's go into the shout outs, man. Shout outs to the episode. First, obviously, we talked about the beginning. We know the, the squad got released, but we're hearing a lot of good updates about Alfonso Davies and his road to recovery. So shout out to you. Um, I want to shout him out as well, because I cannot wait to see his Twitch video clips on Twitter. <laughs> reacting to uh the canada games so uh i'm looking forward to, yeah. to seeing that and waking up to his reactions to some of the goals and i heard um i watched herdman's interview yesterday they're still hoping to get him like in and around the team i'm, I'm guessing maybe for the uh toronto game just so he can be there too like he's been through it all with them like it's exactly. gonna be sick for him just at least be there for uh for that so maybe he'll be there for a game but byron let him go for a fucking 24 hours but yeah, hopefully he's almost back. I'm hearing maybe he'll play in that quarterfinal. That's back in Champions League, so we'll see. Get his legs in him, make a run. They need their back line is very sus. I mean, they need some sort yeah, of yeah. They missed their missing something, but we'll see. Yeah, he's looking. Uh, it's good to see him back on the pitch. Of course. Then news broke out today. If you guys don't really know me, but I love betting on yellow cards and football matches. And this was one of the most reliable uh, 
reliable yellow card officials in the game. Mike Dean has announced that he's retiring after the season as a referee, which is, I mean, he's brought a lot to the game. He's a quite funny looking dude. Got some great videos of him, like supporting Tranmere. He featured in Ted Lasso. He, he's Has he ever done guy. like a Euro or a World Cup? I don't think so. No. This guy hasn't got to that level. True. But hilarious guy. He's he's the type of referee that wants the attention and has done stuff for the attention. And we all know those types of referees. And we've all had those types of referees. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I'm not even gonna give the Niagara man any <laughs> I'm not saying his name on this podcast, but we we know who we're talking about as well. He's fucking the worst person in the world. <laughs> Um, another shout out that I wrote down was we've, we haven't talked about Liga in so long and that's because PSG have kind of wrapped it up and PSG are in the mud kind of we talked about their follow with Champions League and we don't even need to get into the potch and what's going on but Rens are low key just like pulling and kind of doing a Lille from last year yeah I don't know where I don't know where. Yeah, those teams get us overshadowed so much by uh, <clears throat> by PSG, man. It's like it was good to see Lil win it, win the league last, last year, but you don't get the, you don't hear much of other teams. So that's no, good. Don't. Yeah, Rennes, they were second yesterday, but then Marseille won, so now down a third, which is a potential Champions League spot, which is dope for a team like that. Mm-hmm. And they got a young Croatian baller playing for them, so I'm keeping tabs on them. <laughs> <laughs> Always, bro. Gotta keep, gotta keep the people in check, bro. He's 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 a baller. I love him. He's rated highly, and he was the replacement for Kamavinga. So they yeah, use that true. money. They use that money for him. So shout out Lovermeyer. Um. Now the last shout out obviously goes to the Derby boys. Oh no! Before that, okay. We obviously got to touch on the the legend. Brampton legend, TFC legend that just scored fifties, scored his fiftieth goal. Bro, did I not write that in the doc? For Toronto FC, man, Jonathan Azorio, man, it's so sick. Like this guy needs his flowers, man, because I can't. It's so believe sick I to have a. It's so sick to have a a kid that came from like he's just right from the city, like a fan of the club. Like he scored fifty goals for that club. It's unbelievable. It's so sick. Give the boys flowers, man. He's gonna go down, I think, as probably the bet. Like, I would say him and Ash too need some regulation, but of kids like have like grown up in it and played the majority of their careers there as like legends for the club, man. And a Toronto legend, so sick, bro. 50, 50 goals is crazy, unbelievable. So, I'm so glad that you remember that because I swear I had written that down, but that's incredible. Yeah, I saw something and it was a, a fantastic tweet where it was like any other European like major city where someone does that and is like, like you said, a fan of the club, plays for the club, yeah, scores 50 goals for the club, like is on the level of how outspoken he is about the supporters and being with everyone and everything. He has to be. He has to be, like you said, like the Toronto legend. Yeah, the Toronto, like, yeah, like that face you see is like that's him. Like he won, he's won here, he's going to championship here. Like, yeah, that kid needs his flowers, man. And it's still, he's got a lot of ball left. So, 
any that like that cool. goal was fantastic like yeah finding, making that run into the box like yeah like he's, he's a baller doing that absolute baller he's a baller and needs to be the next so captain if you're just that. listening to needs to be the next captain for uh for that for that tfc so if anybody ah. touches the yeah. arm man other than him is be a disgrace if he decides to stay because i know this is the end of the contract year, i believe if he yeah. decides to stay and bradley's kind of got to be on his way out He's like you said. He's got to wear the arm. He's got to be. Or, yeah, he's sticking around. Has to be. But incredible, man! Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, shout out to Oso. Obviously, the former guest of the pod. If you're just listening, go check out that episode and hear um, his talk with us. Um, yeah, mad. I can't believe I forgot that. That's wild. But yeah, Oso, man, fifty. Fifty. 50. For my midfielder too. It's not even like a. Like he's just behind Seba and Josie now. That's big time. Then, obviously, I was just saying the Derby boys. Yes. Issue two. Issue two for the Derby boys, man. Legacy. Those guys are doing some dope, really dope stuff over there, the group. And um, yeah, it looks like a great issue. They got some good. Uh, some good stories in there that I think need to be told. The more people need to see and hear about different other female players. I think they have something with Julia Grosso in there, with Daniel and um, Atiba. So, no, some good stuff. Look forward to getting my hands on that, man. But, yeah, go pre-order. Go to their site. Go pre-order that. It's a good, uh, some good content. I'm sure they're just cooking up some lot more other things So this year. So just stay tuned to their pages, their socials, everything, because they got a lot of good stuff going on. Oh, I just found a fucking fly in my water. That's disgusting. Fuck sakes. Gross. I guess that's time now. Yeah. But yeah, obviously, shout out to you guys making it through this episode, listening in, tapping in for another episode of the Just Offside podcast. Um, be sure to go check out the YouTube, hit that subscribe button, go to the socials, check us out the Just Offside pod. Yes, because there should be another, should have another app this or one of our interviews should be dropping later this week or weekend. It's a very good one. One of our favorites we've done so Hilarious. Far. Hilarious yeah. guy. Very, very good, good story. Day. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure some clips will start dropping this week. Exactly. And that is another app, Keith. Yep. Wrapped up. Wrapped up. Just Offside Podcast. I'm Mike Pavella. And it's Keith McCubia. We'll see y'all next week. Stay blessed, baby.